Hi, and welcome to the Catholic Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag. Glad to be back. And with me today is Training Chief yes, Eric Merrill. Yes, sir. Eric, I think last time we were on here, we said you were the training captain. What happened? Well, uh, I'd love to tell a really big fabricated story of how I beat up Para and kicked him out of his spot, but he's twice my size and uh, right. better than me in every way. So ultimately, um, yeah, completed the battalion chief process and... Uh, Chief Para is now, you know, moving on to other things like accreditation. Yep. So uh, very lucrative move for him. Yes. Yeah. So it created a uh, vacancy in training, and so who better than uh, the training captain to follow the lead? But, right. Yeah. Well, congratulations on doing so well in the battalion chief testing. Um, out of that testing so far, we now have promoted three battalion chief level. Yeah. Uh, the training chief yourself. Uh, we've promoted Tim Snyder mm -hmm. uh, to. Battalion chief, and we just promoted Carl Postula yeah. to uh, battalion chief, and we may have another one off of this list. We'll, we'll have to see. So, um, But that's good things. There's a lot of things moving, happening within our agency that is good to share with our folks internally and good to share with the community that we serve. And speaking of the community that we serve, we have to have firefighters out there on, on the street, right? Yep. And right now you are running uh, – a 10-person recruit academy. We have 10 brand new mm -hmm. firefighters in the academy. Um, how's it going? Yeah, What's the so, update? Oh, my gosh. It's going great. Um, so all 10 of them, they're still there. Good. Uh, I, when I left, they were still in the room as well. Awesome. Um, so a few things I'd like to highlight. One is a huge thank you to Travis mm -hmm. Smith. Captain Smith came off the engine, and we're very gracious mm -hmm. that Chief Davis allowed her to come off and, and that we were supported by senior staff and the board for that position. Um, I'm seeing a lot more consistency having somebody off the engine that's um, every day there with the recruits, working right. with them, not even just the hands-on stuff, but just the logistics and the planning of that right. academy. So he's doing a great job. So big shout out to Travis. And then also just the cadre of RTOs. Our recruit training officers are, are top shelf. I mean, just absolutely great. phenomenal. And the stuff they're teaching, it's, you know, it's textbook stuff they need mm -hmm. for their testing, which comes up in a week and a half. Um, but it, they're also giving them kind of our SOGs and the real world side of things. And we really double down on the why, you know, the, the right. why with thermodynamics and physics and fire dynamics, all those things are, our people are just very well versed in how to explain that for the big picture. Great. So yeah, um, everyone's doing great. Uh, I, um, another thing I'd like to mention too, is we've had all the division heads <clears throat> in, in every division mm -hmm. of our organization come in. And meet with the recruits. That's great. Awesome. And, yeah. And you, Love it. yeah, you know that that's, um, our organization isn't just about, you know, the people on the, in the right. big red fire trucks. There's so many things that have to be in place for the success of, of the actual engines, and the operations. Right. So having those people come in and introduce themselves and it's kind of this two way, um, you know, learning opportunity. Sure. So they're sharing their, their side of, you know, how are they conducive to the success of the floor and then vice versa? Right. So they're learning that early on, and I think that's going to pay dividends down the road. Yeah, I think there's a number of changes that we're trying to make in this academy, this being one of them, getting everyone introduced. Um, the other change, and I just want to follow up on it with you, yeah. uh, is I'm hoping that once they pass the test mm -hmm. um, that we can have a day. And I don't know how it would work if we try to do like a Saturday morning or mm -hmm. something where we have the recruits come in with their families and – we have an opportunity to sit, introduce, visit with them, talk to them about some of the things in, in within CAFMA, because mm -hmm. we do have the Partners uh, Academy that we do, but I'd like to get the families introduced earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and then take have the recruits take their family members through some evolutions yeah, so they can see what it's like to do the job that they're going to do. And there's just, I think, 
I'm hoping there's more of a connection yeah. made. Yeah. And I think that's important for a couple of reasons. One, um, you know, like the book, um, what's, what's the name of that book? The, I love a firefighter. I love a firefighter. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Patty has in her office a bunch of books that I need to pick up. Thanks for the reminder. Yes. Uh, to, 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 you know, use at some point to, to disseminate to some of the partners, but, um, you know, kind of, you know, breaching that conversation, one of, of connection and those support systems. Right. And then also on the back end, um, the sooner they connect, I think the sooner that they can start leaning on each other and that doesn't, you know, have to be once they're on the engines. So I do think that we're running out of time, unfortunately, right. because now we have the kids Christmas party, right. Uh, which is happening, um, uh, December 9th. And then that's the crazy part is, I mean, just how fast these academies go. Right. And next thing you know, it's like, oh man, they, they left, left the nest, yes, but they're already out. Yeah. And, and there's just a, a, a lot that we're trying to do. And the reason that we're, we're trying to introduce the family earlier on is it's part of our overall development mm -hmm. of our mental and behavioral health wellness mm -hmm. programs. And we want these to be for every employee in the organization, yeah. right? That's, that's the intent. Every employee has access. Uh, but we also recognize now that people need different things at different seasons within mm -hmm. their careers. So, what somebody may need zero to five years is different than five to 10 yep. or 10 to 15. And so we're trying to develop programs and it starts with how do we get the families engaged? Yeah. Because when we see mental and behavioral health problems, when we see suicide and emergency services, when you go back to the firefighter behavioral health network, who's studying firefighter suicide, the 1800, when I talked to him that he had, most of those related directly to family and financial issues. Now, chicken or egg, the resiliency, was it a work thing? Was it a family thing? Was it a decision-making thing? I don't – it's for a counselor to figure out. Right. The bottom line is that we know family and finance mm -hmm. are two key components that drive mental and behavioral health problems. Yep. So what do we do to try to help people out earlier in their career? Mm -hmm. Get the family engaged early. Yeah. Get – uh, get them access to people that can help them with financial planning, mm -hmm. you know, talking to them about those types of things mm -hmm. early on. Yeah. Um, and just for people who watch the YouTube channel, because those of you who are listening on one of the uh, podcast platforms, mm -hmm. you can't see us right now. Right. Uh, I really like your shirt. Jerry Thank Chief. you. I'm, nice. so, I'm so pumped. Um, I'm not in uniform today mm -hmm. uh, as we're recording this. I'm sure somebody will point that out. Uh, whoever watches on YouTube one of the tens of yours. Yeah. But the reason is we have another program seminar that's running today and tomorrow, mm -hmm. and it's called Struggle Well, and I've talked about it before. And I have senior staff, human resources, uh, community relations, and uh, Dr. Ritterbush going through the two-day program. Mm -hmm. And the reason is I went through the two-day Montana and thought, man, this really plugs a hole for us mm -hmm. within the mental and behavioral health arena. And but I don't want to be that chief that goes out somewhere and says, this is the greatest thing since sliced yeah, bread. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Cause Jonah hates it when I do that. When I come back from somewhere, <laughs> I'm like, Hey Jonah, I've got a new software thing for us to look at. No, yeah. He can just read it on your face when you walk in the room that, yeah. Oh, he's got an idea. He's yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so my thought was expose these folks. We invited, uh, all the law enforcement, uh, command staff from the area. We invited the other fire departments. We have Sedona. We have Williamson Valley Mayor. We have, uh, Prescott there. And so exposing these folks to this program and then determining after that, is this something that we want to try to bring in and do the five day 
programs mm -hmm. over a period of a year or two years to get everybody through it. And the program isn't about just giving people tools. It's yeah. about changing the culture through changing the people and not changing the people like throwing them out yeah. or getting to understand yourself better, mm -hmm. doing healthier things to maintain relationships and your own self mm -hmm. awareness. Um, and so the culture changes by people becoming better through better living, better habits. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And I think that's one mm -hmm. of our strengths. And mm -hmm. I, we've mm -hmm. talked about it here on this podcast even before of our organization is constantly looking for training opportunities that provide new tools for yes. each one of us on an individual and as a as a partner, somebody's partner, Absolutely. or as a team member, tools that we can thrive. And that long-term sustainability isn't just about what we do in the 24 hours or the 40 hours a week here. It's what are we going to carry with us in retirement? Right. And I think that's just a, a testament to this organization and our, our culture being family right. first, which I hear this with every single ORA board. Um, oh, this is a family first, you know, family uh, foundational organization. And that's true. But that's because we find every training opportunity to right. go out and seek what is the best thing for our people. And maybe we throw something at the wall and see what sticks, but it comes with collaboration as well. Right. It's not you coming in saying, well, I'm the fire chief. Uh, this is how it's going to be. Right. It's, hey, I took this thing. I think it could work. How about you guys check it out? Let's see. Yeah, let's see what it is. And, you know, let's clarify because some people have said, it doesn't feel like a family. And I think that, that maybe they're disconnected. I don't know. But let's clarify. Mm -hmm. Families are dysfunctional by nature, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We have our cousin Eddies, so to speak. We're getting close to Christmas, so we can bring that up, yeah. right? We have our cousin Eddies that are out there. We don't always get along. But when the going gets tough, mm -hmm. when you see everyone rally around, yeah. that is true family. Yes. Um, and – so we are like family. We have the family culture, but it's not – nothing is perfect. Family is not perfect, yeah. uh, whether it's in your home or it's in the fire station. And our family is growing and changing. If mm -hmm. you think about it and, and look at – I was just talking to Tom Shannon, Scottsdale Fire Chief, and I mentioned that, yeah, we have six operational battalion chiefs. One of them is fairly new. Three are going to be brand new mm -hmm. in relative short order. New training chief. We're going to be interviewing next week for assistant chief. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a new assistant chief in there. Uh, HR manager hasn't been here more than – it hasn't even been here two years yeah. yet. Uh, we're getting new people in administration. There's just a lot of yeah. change. And now is a good time to capitalize on additional programs, other things that we can put in place and get together and say, here's here's some other options for training. Here's other opportunities. Uh, especially at the firefighter level, because I think we're, we have 10 in the Academy. I think we're four or five short mm -hmm. now. Um, and we're asking the board, if we don't get the safer grant, which we haven't heard anything on, yeah. we'll be hiring another eight there. Yeah. Um, and then when we get the CON, the license to, to operate transport ambulance, mm -hmm. there's another 12 yeah. people. So there are, we're going to be doing a lot of hiring, bringing a lot of people in. Yeah. Now is the prime time for us to shore up that foundation and create more opportunities for mm -hmm. people to be successful throughout their entire career and into retirement by providing additional tools. Right. And that's part of the culture because culture is more, more so connecting people, but right. it's evolving. It's constantly evolving. Right. Otherwise it would be traditions. So the cool thing about us already having a stable culture, um, despite what a handful of people may say about the family side, 
um, we do have a stable culture. Yes. And, and the more people you bring in and the more people that promote, there's this fluid cultural evolution that's sure. constantly happening. And I think sometimes cultures – uh, or, or I should say, um, the environments can get a little caught up right. in all the change that the culture's never really, you know, sure. there, there's no foundation to it. And, and that's why I think having that individual understanding of, of, of accountability and, right. and how do I stabilize myself helps in that big picture. Right. Well, and here's the other thing that I, I think is important to mention about culture is that while we embrace mm -hmm. the culture that we are trying to establish in this organization, not just establish, but maintain, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just say, oh, we've arrived. Yeah. You never arrive. Nope. You're always a work in progress with that. And so there are times where we're going to have someone within the organization who doesn't like the culture, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't a good cultural fit, whether yeah. we decide that or they decide that themselves. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be looked at as oh, well, we're, we're terrible because right. this person left or whatever because they they needed a different environment. Mm -hmm. That's healthy. Yeah, and I think as long as while they're here, give it everything you got while you're here. Yeah. And then if you think that there's another opportunity that's a better fit for you, by all means, yeah. we love you while you're here. We love you while you're there. And uh, yeah, you do what's best for you and your environment, right. and that's fine. And that's part of the challenge with recruitment, I think, too, that, that we see and we talk about because – you and I talked yet earlier this week mm -hmm. and about when we recruit, yeah. typically we're getting 10 candidates in the end that go through the academy, mm -hmm. right? And I just talked about 12, 8, I'm not good yeah. with numbers, 20, 25 potential new yeah. people, not just new positions. We're filling open spots yeah. um, that we need, but we can only hire about 10 at a time. Mm -hmm. And and that's just because of the pool, and we're very picky, and we're right. trying to uh, to to bring to maintain a healthy culture. Right. So as we look at that, and we know the numbers, I think we're going to have to have. A, I'm sorry, yeah. we're going to have to have a conversation about do we have another academy in spring? Whether we get the uh, the safer grant or not, mm -hmm. because we have these open positions we need to fill. And if the board does approve as per the three-year staffing right. plan, the additional eight in July, mm -hmm. well, that means with the other – at least five, there's 13. Yep. We can only hire 10. So we may have to to balance it out and say yeah. we're going to hire five now and then we'll go for eight if approved in July. Yeah, and that's if we don't lose anybody else between now and next July. Right. And that's the, that's the thing is you, you don't have a crystal ball, but right. what, you, what we can do is be responsive ahead of time. Um, I'll be honest with you. You know, I already have a plan B, a plan C in the event that we would have received the safer grant earlier than, than now we would have already had a plan. Right. So I still have that, you know, in a, in a, in a safe somewhere right. in case of emergency. And I think if we had to deploy that and, and we did a second academy or back-to-back -back academy, right. I should say, we would end up doing two academies next calendar right. year. Um, we're already set up logistically. Um, you know, again, Travis Smith, Captain Smith coming off the engine has done a fantastic job and hopefully we could hold on to him again. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, he's got one academy under his belt. I have the logistics already mapped out. We right. can make this happen. So I think it's picking people up incrementally or right. you wait until July and pick up a large group in a lump sum, but the data is not really supporting that that's a sustainable method. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it doesn't support that we could actually get that many yeah. people. Um, and you know, with the CON, it would be great if we would know, because our hearing starts at the end of this month, November 27th, yeah. um, if we could know by February, 
if we're going to be approved. And we're just not that the the hearing process because of that can drag things out for for several months. Yeah. So we have to be cognizant of all those things we're talking about. OK, we're we have a decent amount of paramedics. We have paramedics in school. If or when we get the CON, what are we going to need to do as far as uh, adding the additional paramedics that we need? Mm -hmm. uh, do we do we hire because they're going to be sworn? Yeah, firefighter, medic, yeah. firefighter, EMT. Um, what's our best approach to that? We're trying to think outside the box from what we would traditionally do to yeah. what we need to do to get to accomplish the goal. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that's that speaks to the to the talent of our agency of. I'm sure EMS division already has the same thing I do. You have a break in case of emergency binder that has a plan of, hey, if we get approved for the CON on this date, we know that we have this timeline to hire, this timeline to train and get people right. you know, out on the streets. And that's going to be the key is um, as long as we're responsible on the front end, yeah, uh, we can do the best we can in a responsive manner on the back end to get you know people on the street, but making sure that they're mm -hmm. they're properly trained, they have the right timing. You know, because you want to you want to get speedy response. You want people out on the right. streets, but they have to go out successful. Well, and the upside of using sworn mm -hmm. uh, firefighter medic, firefighter EMT is that we have a whole bunch of firefighter medics and yep. firefighter EMTs. So we need to add more personnel to be able to make that rotation work. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're not burning anyone out on the the transport unit. Right. So uh, a, a lot of opportunities ahead. Um, if you're in the public, yeah. in the community, watching this. Uh, look for a firefighter posting potentially sometime after the first of the year. Mm -hmm. um, and then again, hopefully mid next year. Yeah. And then again, and yeah, yeah and just again and again looking. and again. It, I kind of feel, I was thinking about this the other day and then we'll close this out. Uh, when I was a kid in high school, McDonald's always had a mm -hmm. help wanted sign. I mean, uh, now hiring was, yeah. it was just a constant in their window. And I kind of feel like I don't, I don't want to compare us to McDonald's, but yeah. I mean, if the shoe fits, yeah. it, it's it's like we have a help wanted sign on our our window. We just need more people. Mm -hmm. We we have positions available. We need more people. Uh, congratulations to Captain J Dub Seats, who's going to be your new training captain. Yeah, and hopefully with some of the monies we're saving by not having positions filled, maybe we can make a change and uh, we can get Travis where he needs to be. Yeah, working with you full time. Yeah. So we just got to play to our strengths. We got the right people. Got the right talent. Right. That's right. And we have a lot of talent filling in for Kathy today over there. And Jonah, Jonah, thank you for coming in and doing this. We really appreciate <laughs> it. And with that, Eric, thank you for being here. Thanks for Chief asking. Merrill, yeah. I appreciate your time. Yeah. For everyone else, thank you for watching. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Mm -hmm.